All right, breaking news. Former President Donald Trump fiercely defending his business and his wealth as he testified in the New York fraud trial threatening his real estate empire and his entire business. Trump said his net worth is, quote, far greater than the $2.5 billion he was required to maintain to keep his loans. Trump also took time boasting about his real estate portfolio, including his golf course in Scotland. About this one, that's actually very interesting. He said, quote, I think it's the greatest golf course ever built. It's one of the greatest pieces of land I've ever seen. Well, the judge was uh, not amused with Trump's answer on that. He called it rambling and repetitive, as, as we have told you uh, Trump did go on and on in his answers as the day went on, four hours on the stand. Out front now, Omarosa Manigault-Newman. She was a contestant on The Apprentice, went on to work on Trump's 2016 campaign and to serve in the Trump White House. She's author of the book Unhinged, an insider's account of the Trump White House. Omarosa, you have known him, therefore, in many stages of his uh, career and his you know, shift yes. from, from business person to, to president. So Trump clashed with the judge repeatedly today. You heard Eric, who was in the room, describing it. Obviously, you know Trump well. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that, that as, as Eric described it, started off, um, you know, fine, short answers, and then very quickly turned into something quite confrontational, very long answers? Do you think this was deliberate? It was a strategy on Trump's part? Or did he, do you think, possibly just lose his sort of control and temper? Aaron, thanks for having me. I've known Donald for almost 20 years, and I can tell you that that was not strategy. It's simply this. Donald Trump can't help himself. Even facing this huge, huge fine, possibly $250 million, he cannot help himself. And so the folks who are saying that this was strategic, it's not strategy. Donald Trump is frustrated, and he's ticked off, and he's lashing out. That's what you're seeing in the courtroom. Hmm. So, okay, he acknowledged on the stand today, and this was very interesting, I thought, Amarosa, that he did play a role in documents stating the value of his properties, right? <laughs> Didn't need to do that. It wasn't actually something specific, uh, but, but he did. Uh, and he came out and said that. Um, he said he was probably involved in changing the value of his penthouse property on Fifth Avenue, um, which, of course, the New York <laughs> Attorney General says financial statements provided by the Trump Organization show that that value changed from $80 million in 2011 to $327 million uh, four years later. Uh, obviously, an incredible surge. Um, so, so you've been there. You've been there in that actual uh, apartment, um, apartment, whatever you might, might call it, penthouse. Do you have any doubt that Trump himself was involved in the valuing of that asset? Well, we have to take Donald at his own words. If he says he helped fudge those numbers, then he certainly did. But when we listen to Michael Cohen, who walked us through this process, starting when he was testifying in front of Congress, and then, of course, when he was just on the stand there. Mm -hmm. They knew that Donald Trump wanted to appear wealthier than he was, more affluent, and he wanted to stay on the important list, the Forbes list. So he's willing to do whatever he needed to do. Donald Trump can't help himself, and so if they just let him keep talking, Donald will dig a hole for himself, and that's certainly what he did today on stand. And Amros, it's interesting, that penthouse, we were just looking at footage of you inside um, and, and others uh, during your oh. time on The Apprentice, yes. <laughs> but but Trump had tried to say, yes. oh, well, part of the reason that, I, that the value changed from 80 to 327 million, uh, that, that he actually changed the square footage. Uh, the, that, that's what uh, the attorney general says, that the square footage changed from 10,000 to 30,000 square feet. I mean, a tripling in your estimated square footage. Uh <laughs> 
It's absolutely impossible. You'll recall that we actually lived in Trump Tower while we were shooting The Apprentice. Um, and it's very difficult to adjust or, or make or enlarge uh, the space in there. Although when you watch us on television, it looks larger than what it is. I've been in that penthouse. I, I will tell you the only thing he could do is take over the fourth floor or the fifth floor below him. I don't believe that Donald Trump even believed what he was saying. And so it is certainly fraud. So when Trump was asked about the 2021 financial statements that, that Judge Engron has specifically deemed fraudulent, he testified, Amorosa, quote, I was so busy in the White House, my threshold was China, Russia, and keeping our country safe. Um, of course, uh, you know, in 2021, he did leave office. Um, and these are the 2021 financial statements. Mm -hmm. Based on your experience in the Trump White House, what do you think of that defense, though? I think it's the weakest defense he could have asserted. You'll recall that Donald Trump, uh, because of his lack of attention span, we had to create this thing called executive time, which means that we gave him blocks of time, hours of time, two, three hours, so that he could go up in the residence and watch television or, you know, play on toys or, you know, fudge numbers. I don't know. But Donald Trump had ample amount of time to communicate with those who were still in charge of his business. And he did so quite frequently. His sons would come visit the White House. Donald Trump, to assert that he was so incredibly busy when he absolutely hated his briefings, he hated essential meetings, and he hated the role of presidency. He just liked the stature, but not the responsibilities. That defense is weak and it will fail. You've spent time, obviously, around the Trump family. You mentioned his sons. Uh, you know them. And, of course, you know Ivanka Trump mm -hmm. as well. They all appeared on The Apprentice and on the campaign trail, and you, you, you saw them many times. Ivanka Trump is expected to be the next yes. and last witness to be called in this trial. She will be called on Wednesday. She's not a defendant, but that is only because of the statute of limitations. So do you think, Amorosa, that Donald Trump should be worried about her testimony or not? I think he should be kind of concerned. She is very much like him. I think her testimony is the <laughs> testimony I'm most interested in because she is very strategic in terms of rehabbing her image, trying to get back into, you know, civilized society and trying to make her way back into Hollywood. Um, and so the things that she say could impact her ambitions of being accepted again in the circles that she used to run in. She will certainly plead the fifth over and over again. But when it comes to saving her skin, she's very much like her dad. Uh, I don't doubt that she'll throw him under the bus just as quickly as he will throw her under the bus, back it up and run over her again. That's just the way this family is wired. All right, Amorosa, thank you very much. I appreciate your time tonight. <laughs>